wherever you are, if you are in your body, that is your safe space. Do not let anybody cross that boundary. Do not let any trend cross that boundary. Don't water yourself down. Don't, ah, don't mimic what it, you're seeing out there trending because the trends will fade and we'll be on to the next. And eventually, hopefully we'll get to a place where society stops making it so difficult. Where we stop giving so much of a shit about such shallow things. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today, I am drinking a salted caramel blend from Bloom. If you guys have never tried Bloom, definitely try them out. They have amazing blends and the salted caramel is a personal fave. That's what I'm drinking today, a salted caramel it's kind of like a tea blend, but also not because I end up adding some silk almond creamer. And yeah, it's like it's like a tea latte. It's delicious. Let me know what you're drinking or what you're doing over here on YouTube. If you are listening to the podcast, then just, you know, whatever you are drinking or doing, do it safely. And let's jump into today's conversation, shall we? I want to talk about something that I saw on Instagram that I think is very alarming. I initially saw this on Jamila Jamil's Instagram, which I will put on the screen if you are watching today and then did a bit of a deeper dive into it and I am alarmed. Okay, I think it was Lori Hill because it's three weeks ago, the great Kardashian downsize, implant reductions, weight loss, dot, dot, dot. So I watched her video and then also saw this article come out and I'm, I'm, af I'm afraid. I'm gonna do my best today to have this conversation as comfortably as possible. I definitely would skip this if you feel like these types of conversations elicit any sort of response in you. I can tell you that even as healed as I feel I am with my own struggles in the past, which just very briefly, I have struggled with my body image in the past. I have struggled with properly fueling my body in the past. I definitely had to fight some demons to get to a place where I am today, where I really respect my body. I honor my body. I try to nurture my body. And I definitely am aware of when my mind plays little tricks on me of wanting to go back to old habits or starting to idealize a body type that isn't healthy for me. And that took years of therapy to unravel because it is so deeply ingrained, not just like in me as a person, but it's deeply ingrained in what I witnessed and what I saw growing up. So it's something I had to go all the way back to childhood to really unroot within myself and do a lot of healing and a lot of therapy and a lot of work for. And I don't mean to generalize, but I feel like we all at one point or another at least struggle with our body image, especially when we have society constantly bombarding us with what you should look like, what is currently being idealized in society. And even furthermore, there's a whole new layer to it now with the amount of, I'll call it inauthenticity in terms of the, the amount that we can Photoshop things now. The, the fact that we can even take videos and now change what your body looks like in a video. So at least before it was in a photo and if you saw a video of somebody, you would be like, oh wait, those two th things don't really align. Now people are able to do it in videos, which is so concerning. And then if we're gonna project ourselves even into the future, another shout out today is half the story did a interview, a podcast interview with, I believe it was called The Spiritual... I need to make sure that I get this right too because I want you guys to be able to find it. Technically Spiritual. They did a podcast interview, just them talking about the difference between 2D and 3D internet. And that was the first time I had ever heard anybody even talk about it that way. And I was like, wait a second. Oh my God, this is so alarming. Yeah, in the future, we're talking about going from 2D to 3D, like the metaverse, things like virtual reality, 
where at least right now, and I'm saying at least very, very lightly because it's not an at least, it's still very detrimental and heavy, but at least right now, the things we're seeing are in 2D. You look at your screen, you see a photo, it could be heavily edited. It could just even, even if it isn't heavily edited, it could be somebody that looks physically very different from you in 2D. Lars from Half the Story was talking about how we'll eventually be able to actually create avatars that three-dimensionally look the way we want them to look, which I can't even imagine again what that is going to do to our self-esteem, to our ability to honor and respect and cherish and love the bodies and the packaging in general that we come in. Even if you can't get to the point of loving it, finding a space of neutrality in it. Just being neutral to the way that you look, not putting so much emphasis on it all the time, not always prioritizing it to be the be all end all, not forcing yourself to feel positive about the way you look, but also not simmering in the negativity of not liking something about yourself. And that has been a really healthy mindset, at least for myself, because it's allowed me to stop in a way kind of stop being so self-centered stop being as shallow and it's not that caring about your looks makes you self-centered or shallow to an extent we do care and there's a healthy amount of caring that is good but when it exceeds that and when it becomes the pinnacle of what we basically care about in terms of how we show up in society of how people perceive us, that's when it's unhealthy. Part of that evolution of a human being is that at some point you will be faced with the way you view yourself. The challenge with our generation, the challenge with modern times is that when anybody historically went through their life timeline and was met up with the challenge at some point with how they addressed themselves physically, how they felt about themselves physically and how they see themselves, there was not as much of an influx of outward opinion. Yeah, you would definitely have maybe your community or your town or where you lived or, you know, it depends on where we're going in history here. But in today's world, in the modern world, we are so tapped in to this incredibly powerful, however conscious or unconscious, network of influence. Let's leave it at that. I mean, it used to be just things like magazines, movies, and tabloids, but now it's social media. We have two sources of constant influence if you are tapped into either of those things, which most of us are. And so to see this recent tabloid was so disheartening. And I went ahead and read the actual article because I wanted to know what the article said. And I also wanted to know who wrote the article. And then I creeped other articles that this person wrote. And I will give the benefit of the doubt in the sense that the article itself actually does highlight the concerns that comes with the idea of this new idealization with being thin becoming a thing again. And so kudos to that. But I think what sucks is that a lot of people, most people, are kind of headline readers, right? We just read the headline of something. How many people actually went and read that full article? I mean, at first I didn't. I was outraged and I didn't even read the article at first. The title of the actual article, it's from the New York Post, is Bye Bye Booty, Heroin Chic is Back. When you take that at face value and you don't actually read the article, what that literally says is, okay, buy curves, buy booty, heroin chic, meaning literally being so thin it looks like you might be on drugs, is back. That is so damaging. It is so alarming. It's so ugh, just disheartening because it is not an aesthetic. It's not something that you can just change like you change your outfit. Yes, you can dress your body in a trend. You, we have fashion trends by all means, but our actual physical bodies 
are not trends. And putting your general health at risk to fit some sort of physical trend is very mentally unhealthy and physically unhealthy. So I'm going to read a few excerpts from this uh post. It says, from Uggs to low-rise jeans, the fashion world is seeing a resurgence of questionable trends from two decades ago. Now it seems as though the thin heroin chic body of the 1990s is also making a comeback. And I'm going to go ahead and actually argue that that trend, to some extent, did not just live in the early 90s, because I'm a 90s baby. I'm a 94. And something I experienced, which I know some people, again, in my general age circle have experienced, friends that I've talked about this with had the same issue, is that back in about 2000, I want to say like 2010, 2011, till 2014, 2015, there were trends on things like Tumblr and on things like Instagram. There were specific, very, very popular Instagram models, ones that had also Instagram boyfriends that traveled the world and had very distinct bone structure and tiny, tiny thin waist. But the problem was that most of us watching and following thought, okay, I could do that if I just you know, skip one more meal or work out a little bit harder. Didn't have the emotional maturity or mental maturity to understand that to look that way is impossible. This whole idea, and I'm not even going to call it heroin chic because I think that that is actually a dangerous title for this quote unquote trend. We have traditional media that might take hold with this along with social media that will likely also take hold with this. Actually, something else that's spoken about in this article as well is the idea that this is starting in high fashion. We're seeing this trend, again, quote unquote, trend come back into high fashion and anything that happens in high fashion tends to trickle down into fast fashion. Our systems are so broken that it's almost inevitable that we have these unhealthy manifestations in our society. I don't think I've ever outwardly strongly mentioned my, what's the right word to use here? <laughs> my ambivalence to the Kardashians and the Jenners. Don't love them. I don't hate them. I just, you know, they exist. They have a certain influence and power. And again, this can trickle into a different conversation as well, where it's like when somebody is that influential, is there a responsibility to be a good role model? If you ask me, I would say yes. I think morally, you just cannot bypass the responsibility that comes with people wanting to be you, people wanting to mimic you, people wanting to follow you and do the things you do. I mean, hopefully you would think in an ideal world, if we're gonna pop on our rose-colored glasses here for a second, we would have discretion. Everybody would be able to filter things through their own moral compass. People would be able to filter things through their own judgment and understand what is right for them, what isn't right for them, and also understand that what is right for us and not right for us isn't necessarily the same for everybody, you know, because there's also that issue with filtering things through our own moral compass, our own inner judge, and then assuming that everybody else is either wrong if they don't go by the same way our inner judge does or is right and is on our side or on our team if they view things the exact same way or live life the exact same way. That said, I think that there are some collective 
agreeable things we could say. For instance, trying to influence people to be heroin chic is dangerous, is definitely not something that is just one person's morally inner judge saying, that doesn't seem right. The Kardashians are beautiful, powerful, and influential. But something that people are beginning to notice is that they're starting to look a lot slimmer. They're starting to potentially and allegedly reverse a lot of their possible surgeries that they've had done to look slimmer and thinner. And basically looking at their bodies as just like anything else that they can physically change and alter to fit a certain aesthetic and start a certain trend. And so we're getting it in high fashion. We're also getting it in, I don't even know where I would categorize them, but I would just say social influence. And so it is, I'm scared. Like, I'll just leave it at that period. I'm scared. I feel for anybody that might already be there or kind of have one foot in, one foot out. And this might be just the little sweep needed to put somebody into a very unhealthy mindset and begin more unhealthy tendencies and potentially put their health at risk. I'm afraid for just again, what it does to us as a society when we literally trend physical appearances, I would be naive and potentially quite ignorant to say that, okay, I'm not influenced anymore than by what is trending out there, what I'm seeing on social media, what I'm subconsciously absorbing around me. We're all affected by that. I wouldn't say that I'm afraid I'm gonna fall back into that. I'm just more so afraid of how hard it's gonna be to make sure, you know, that I'm keeping mindful of this if this becomes a trend. And that only scares me because it's exhausting. It is so flippin' exhausting to stay awake in this world, to be conscious of the subconscious, to be aware of what is stealing your power and making you feel like you need to change who you are or be something else or look totally different to be valued, exist, feel okay, feel safe. Collectively, if we're seeing this pattern come back, there's a chance here for us to break this pattern. There's a chance here for us to say, no, enough is enough. If you want to make fashion trends a thing, sure. When you want to trend a body type, when you want to create an aesthetic that basically puts people in very unhealthy mindsets and unhealthy physical states to literally look a certain way, nope. It pisses me off because I feel powerless. This feels like the only thing I can do is to bring it to light in a conversation and and hope that, I mean, one, I'm sure there's many of you that are probably feeling the exact same way, but if there's anybody out there that feels like they could be influenced by this trend, will fall upon this conversation. And just at least it'll ignite that part of the brain that automatically was born knowing your value and will hopefully, because it can be sometimes so buried under such bullshit from society that you may have lost that part of yourself, but it is always there. It's always existed. It'll always exist. And I'm hoping that if anybody fell upon this conversation that might have leaned into that trend, that it will ignite that little spark to say, wait, wait, do I want to value myself based on a if I fit a bodily trend? And by the way, this happens not just with idealizing thin body types. When we idealize anything that is basically, period, if we idolize anything, because there is so much nuance in terms of the ways that our bodies function in our bone structures, in our 
physical and chemical makeup, like the literal cellular DNA that came together to create your genetic coding that is so unique. It is literally your own incredible energy is stored in your body that is yours. And the thought that we're just gonna let people just suck it away. We try to basically make ourselves into cookie cutter versions of one another so that we can be, again, idealized by a society that doesn't seem to care about our health or our happiness just wants to keep us consumers. I mean, if you don't feel good about your body and this thing is trending, well, can we sell you this weight loss supplement? Can we sell you these clothes? Again, whether it's in high fashion or fast fashion that are you're seeing on the runways on these very, very thin models, be it naturally or unnaturally. What about this weight loss program? What about a gym membership? Now I'm not saying those things are, are bad. Nothing is actually inherently bad or good. It's more so the context that it's coming in. And when the context is buy this thing so you can fit this trend and potentially do harm to your body, it's bad. I'm getting pissed again. <laughs> Just hit my funny bone, it wasn't funny. Jamila Jamil made a very good point as well in her caption, which actually, let me read her caption again. This is an ex exercise in obedience, submission, and discipline. It's a test. The prize is you get to damage your body in the long term and take your followers' mental health down with yours, and you might make some money and get some attention. You have to spend that money on doctors later because these drugs and procedures F up your internal organs. I know because I did this 14 years ago. I had no sex drive, I had no vitality, I had no fun, I had no great meals, but I did get to wear fabulous dresses that I felt really tired in and wanted to go home and get out because my kidney wasn't working because the weight loss medication. I am sorry, period. I've been there, I've been in the pretty dress with tired eyes. I've been like in a place where I couldn't tell you the last time I had a very good hearty meal and it's fucked up. It's not something to, idealized. It's not something to trend. And I don't want to look into another girl's tired eyes or another guy's tired eyes. I don't want to look into anybody's tired eyes. I don't want to look into anybody's, you know, energy deprived body. I don't want to see anybody try and get their hands on an illegitimate drug for the wrong uses. I, I don't want to see this trend. Period. And she's right. It's a test. It is literally a test that we can say F no to. Oh, the only way to do that, the only way to actually make that ripple effect is if we all individually say no. And that's not just to this trend. That's to any trend. Really, realistically, anything that tells us that we need to look, behave, or be anything other than our unique selves. Wear the fuck what you want to wear. Let your body be the way it's going to be. Nurture your body. Care for it. Fuel it, but also treat it. And however it lands, whatever it looks like, do not give a shit because you are healthy and that's all that matters. Do your makeup a certain way or don't wear makeup at all. Cut your hair off, wear your hair as long as you want, put it in any kind of style. Just be you, express yourself uniquely. Don't just be the physical expression of your unique genetic coding, be the actual emotional slash spiritual expression of your unique being, your unique energy. Do not let yourself be a cookie cutter of what's trending on the internet. Do not let yourself fall into the trap of believing that you can only feel safe, you can only feel valued, you can only be loved and cared for and sought after and popular and successful if you do what the masses are subconsciously telling us to do or what's trending, what the influential people are doing. You came to earth full and complete and whole. 
wherever you are, if you are in your body, that is your safe space. Do not let anybody cross that boundary. Do not let any trend cross that boundary. Don't water yourself down. Don't, ah, don't mimic what it, you're seeing out there trending because the trends will fade and we'll be on to the next and eventually hopefully we'll get to a place where society stops making it so difficult where we stop giving so much of a shit about such shallow things where we literally let people just be themselves and we stop telling everybody what to look like what to act like what to be like if you have to be told what to care about we're too far gone. We need to log off. We need to take some downtime. We need to do some shadow work and get back to ourselves because we're always there. We're always deep inside of ourselves, but sometimes we layer so much bullshit on top and we layer that bullshit for so many reasons, whether we didn't feel valued as children, whether we didn't get the love we deserved or we're still not getting it now. That's, that's where we need to actually put work in. That's where we need to shift all of our energy and focus on so that we can stop letting these stupid trends harm us. Just a deep, deep breath. That actually felt really good. I feel a lot for the generations that are younger than even myself because I'm 28 and I still, I can even see how this can be enticing, how it can be tempting, but don't, don't give in. Make your boundaries strong on this one. And especially for the younger generations that don't have that experience or mental maturity and emotional maturity yet. Like I feel for that. And I think that's the part that scares me a lot. So look out for, look out for one another, you know, care about one another enough to let yourself be an F no to this trend and any trend that is basically anything other than loving yourself for the way that you are. That's my two cents today. So let me know what you guys think about this conversation topic starter below keep the conversation rolling in the comments and outside of that i am sending you just a big digital hug i know that this is like a heavier conversation today but i definitely feel the need to just like digitally hug anybody sorry my armpits are a little sweaty like i got heated today <laughs> so also an opportunity to check in with where you are at with yourself and if you need to book into some therapy grab your girlfriends and have a really strong heartfelt positive if not neutral chat about how you feel about this you are not alone in this we're all in this together f no to this trend and any other unhealthy trend and outside of that i love you guys all the way to the moon and back and i'll talk to you guys over our next coffee conversation bye guys